Hi, I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Carrie's Corner on Biz News. Today, we've got Patrick Leslie in the studio with us. And Patrick is the Champagne Portfolio Manager for the really great brands company. And we're speaking about something very special and close to my heart, Verve Clico. Patrick, hi, and welcome. Fantastic. Lovely to be on the show, Carrie. So, we're talking about a thing that is 50 years old, this particular thing. It's had 410 winners, and it's happened in 27 different countries. Tell the listeners what we're talking about. Okay, we're talking about the, the bold awards of, of South Africa. Um, it's, it's something that, as you mentioned, started on the 200th anniversary of Verve Clicquot uh, back in 1972 in homage to our founder uh, and hero of, of the business in Maison, uh, the grand uh, Madame Clicquot. And... We started in, in terms of getting into women empowerment uh, seven years ago, and we've had winners of another program, which was called the Business Women Awards of South Africa, sponsored by Verve Clicquot. Um, and we've now gone on to a version 2.0 of the Bold Awards, which has three different platforms in essence. Uh, we've got the first platform, which is the awards itself really heroing our successful businesswomen and entrepreneurs in South Africa. A second platform, which is about data and understanding businesswomen around the world, the Berklico uh, Business Barometer. Uh, and then thirdly, creating the bold conversations and networks, this being one of those brilliant bold conversations that I'm having with you right now. So Patrick, help me understand, anybody who meets the criteria, which we can speak about in a minute, can enter this competition, and I think that entries are still open for this year's competition. Does this mean that South Africans are competing with South Africans, or are South Africans competing with women worldwide for this award? Is there one single person who walks away with the Widow Clico's Bold Award champion high above her head and says, I am going to conquer the world? Um, so they'll be competing against their fellow South Africans, um, and yes, there still uh, is a availability in order to enter up until the close of this week. So we certainly encourage uh, anyone who feels that they meet the criteria to do so. Uh, it's very quick and easy. It's, it's done through the, the global Verplico website. Uh, it's very easy to get through to the link. So I encourage everyone uh, on the show now who has even themselves or friends or family to participate. Uh, but most of all, going back to that question of, of competing, we're trying to build a network, uh, which is why we then send that South African winner to a very specific event in France to visit our house, to visit the Maison, but to network with the other winners from around the other networks within the world. Uh, and it's, it's a brilliant story of, of seeing past winners from South Africa. We've had now five past winners uh, that was under the old awards program, but it's amazing to see the global networks that they've built up just through those weeks that they've spent with fellow participants and winners from around the world. And, and I do believe it's so important for us to build, yes, a continental African business network for females, 
but beyond that, that global network that enables, in, in particular, South African businesswomen to become globally successful businesswomen. Yes. I was, that's why I asked the question, because it's one thing to compete with your fellow South Africans, but it's something entirely different to compete on a world stage like that, which is something that we really do need to strive towards. I was very pleased to see that, I think it was in 2019, you also introduced something for the boys, because I hate all this rah, rah, rah woman stuff. I love women, and I think women should be given all the opportunities as they are. But I think that women who start from a base of victimhood or who are told that they need to, you know, stand up for their rights, well, we have our rights. We don't have to stand up for them. We have them already. And I don't deny or decry that there is a lot of, of difficulty that many women have, have had to put up with over the years and through the years. But I think that it really, I think that awards like this um, inspire people to be the best they can in spite of their gender. And I think that it's time that we all sort of gathered hands and said, it doesn't matter whether we're a boy or a girl or whatever it is we relate to, we're all going to have the same opportunity. But with all the time, bearing in mind this amazing woman, this absolutely amazing woman who who stands at the top of, of female creation in my life, she's just my hero, the widow Clico, she she was a trailblazer. She was clever. And I think for me, the message that she sends, and I hope that she sends to every single woman, is that the way to get ahead is to absolutely know more than everybody else does. She just knew more. She was just, she did her stuff. She was 27 when she took over that champagne house. Tell us a little bit of background about this amazing woman. I think uh, going all the way back to then, I think giving people context uh, as to how Madame Clicquot came about within the Champagne House. Uh, she was widowed, as you say, at the age of 27. It was 1805. To give some people perspective of, of what the world was like then for a female, yeah. you couldn't have a bank account. Um, <laughs> trading on any terms was was difficult. And it's incredible that, yes, she built up an international brand, but it was all done within her own lifetime. Yes. There wasn't just a foundation built and then many other generations took that further. No. She took the brand global and built what we would refer to even now, a, a global multinational corporation and organization within her own lifetime. Yeah. And, and she instilled one side of it which was innovation and two things that she brought which still today in those days if they had patent right she would have patented it yes. um but we you know them it, it's the blending of the red wine to create rosé and now the one is terms of the riddling and creating a riddling rack uh, and, and the process of then getting to to champagne is what we know it today so there was this innovation side but then there was also the business side to her um and a lovely mantra into a company that's now this year turned 250 years old still lives by her single mantra. And I love that you highlighted that is one quality, only the finest. Yep. And, and that has led to this consistency of, yes, there's the brand of Verve Clicquot, but the consistency of the actual liquid and the intrinsics, yeah. which is, I think one of the key things behind Verve Clicquot is led by Madame Clicquot's mantra that she had when she was 30 years old. Yep. 
it was all about excellence. She was just excellent. She championed excellence. And to this day, while you and I sit here chatting with each other, I mean, I would kill for a glass of, of Verve right here, right now, in my studio this morning. But it's still one of the sexiest brands on earth, isn't it? It is yeah. just, if we had to have a competition, an international competition for the world's sexiest brands, Verve Clico Yellow Label is it. It just mm. is. It's sassy. It's classy. It's sexy. It's clever. It makes you feel brilliant. You can have it in the bath. You can have it for dinner. You can have you can have it whenever, and you just look good and feel good with it. She simply encapsulated excellence in every single bubble that she put into a bottle, and that's something. That's the message that I hope that your that your current initiative is sending out to people. Um, and this happens to be for women, and it, it does warm my heart because I am a woman. But I hope for everybody in a in a world where, gosh, everything's fringed with sort of doubt and and maybe um, a little bit of, gosh, we don't even want to go there. Just now we get taken off air, Patrick, you and me. But you know what I'm saying. It's a difficult world. It's a funny world. Yes. And you're not allowed mm. to say anything. You're not allowed to be anything. I think that the I think that Dame or Madame Kiko sent a message to say that you can actually be anything you want to be as long as you're being clever about it and you are aspiring to excellence. So if I know somebody in South Africa who has met the criteria, and I think you have to have been in charge of your own business for three years or something like that. Just quickly go over those criteria for us. Yeah, so two two different levels, uh, Carrie, in terms of the entries. One, which is someone who's gone beyond three years of owning their own company, and then someone beneath that, which was sort of our, our new sourcing of up and coming. Um, so it, it's really easy, those two categories, if you've been the founder of a company, as I said, for more than three years yeah. uh, or beneath that, which is what we're trying to then get that growth of new entrepreneurs. Okay. So you can you can enter this thing. And if what do you have to do? What is the competition involved? Do you have to sit in front of a panel of people and be interrogated? Or do you have to tap dance? Or do you have to drink a bottle of bubbly and be clever? Or what do you have to do? <laughs> Carrie, it's very simple. We've we've got the online application. Um, within that, what we've tried to do is to get closer to the more intangible success behind businesswomen. Um, there's, of course, the tangible measurements, which are quantitative in terms of income, gross profit, size of business. But the, the Bold Awards are not about that. For me, it, it's more about the business ideology of that person and their characteristics and those characteristics aligning to Madame Clicquot. So I think there's many people there that are inspirational and aligned to that business ideology. And those are the, the type of people that we want to hero and showcase to, to the rest of the world and to South Africa. And um, once you've done that, once, once Miss Verve Clicquot SA is crowned, what does she do for you? Does she become an ambassador or what is she going to do for Verve Clicquot? Because this... If I was Madame Clico, I was still alive, she would say, what's this going to do for the company? <laughs> she's she's going to go to France uh, and have one of the, the vines named after her. Oh, wow. so, so that's a lovely moment uh, to go into that, which will go into some of our our beautiful La Grande Dame. So not just which we the can't get in South that... Africa anymore. I haven't seen a <laughs> bottle of La Grande Dame, one of my favorite bubblies. Haven't seen one in South Africa forever and ever. 
Um, so that would be part of it. And then it really is a, just becoming an advocate and building the network of, of businesswomen in South Africa from a grassroots level all the way to the most powerful people that we can find. Uh, so it's, it's not so much a duty to the brand. It's a duty almost to themselves. And I think that goes back to what you were talking about, the authenticity of the brand is actually not talking about Verveco in this. Verveco is secondary to, to women empowerment uh, and building that female network. So that's what we would want out of it uh, in terms of a house is actually just to live by the principles of Madame Clicquot, to be bold, to be audacious and to encourage other females to do so. I think it's an amazing initiative. I would love to be that person. I think you only need people who are young and pretty, though. So I would love to be one of those Never. people. And well, that, <laughs> that means that's yourself, Carrie. <laughs> I would encourage every single woman who, who feels that she has something intelligent and something meaningful to offer this unbelievable brand um, to enter this competition because it is an amazing initiative. I'm going to catch up with you, Patrick, again. You and I have got a million things to talk about. I think I'm going to do a series of podcasts with you about Please, champagne. I would love to do it because I think that I think that champagne's just become a lot of the things that Madame Clico wanted it to become. Um, champagne was also has been championed by many women in France. The the industry is dominated by women. Um, and again, at the risk of being excommunicated, I do think that it's a very pretty feminine product. Um, not that boys can't drink it. I mean, boys can drink rosé too. Big muscle builders can drink rosé if they really want to. But champagne has got such a feminine tinge to it. Its fringe is feminine and it's gorgeous. And I think that we should do a series of little chats about champagne it's difficult to get hold of. You and I were speaking about that earlier, and it's a challenge I'm sure that RGBC has, um, which is enormous in South Africa at the moment. But this is a happy initiative. It is underway. Everybody needs to go online. What's the website? Tell us quickly. Uh, verveclico.com. Very oh, well, easy. That's not very difficult. So go on to verveclico.com. Enter the thing and see, and then Patrick and I are going to catch up again and maybe interview the winner. That might be a good idea. Uh, we'll interview the winner. When is the winner announced? Uh, that would be towards the end of July, Carrie. So just post our event uh, and the judging panel will happen uh, in early July. So I think it would be wonderful to have our, our 2022 winner as part of uh, a session with ourselves. Oh, no, let's do that. We'll definitely do it. In fact, if you come up to Johannesburg, we'll do an in-studio interview and we'll see if we can get said winner to come and join us and we can drink in the studio if, if Alec Hogg allows us. You're not really allowed to have, but champagne in my life is allowed to go anywhere. It's got a free pass to go anywhere. It, it's a different category. It's completely. It's all by itself. It can do whatever <laughs> the hell it likes. So... We're going to catch up um, towards the end of July. You keep in touch with me, Patrick. Good luck with the processing and the the sort of final result. And let us know when we can buy Verve Clico Yellow Label again because in Johannesburg we're all feeling a little bit left out because we haven't got any. And I can see you Don't giggling worry, nervously. Don't worry, it's a priority. Hmm? Is it? <laughs> 
even and and it's great news, Kayana, from a business perspective that we are amongst now the top ten champagne markets in the world. So our, really? our South African voice is certainly louder than ever uh, in trying to acquire more stocks and more bottles. That's fantastic. Since when did that statistic get released? We we got there just prior to COVID, uh, and then fell off a little bit, and then we back into the top ten uh, as of uh, the end of Q1 this year. So great news! Oh, I'm so proud of my brothers. Let's just go and celebrate this evening. I mean, to be one of the biggest champagne drinking nations in the world is a definite accolade. Patrick, you always thank you. I kept you waiting today. Thank you for waiting for me. It was worth it. I'm excited about the competition. I think it's a brilliant initiative. And it's just it's just another thing in a whole long line of fabulousness that comes out of the house of Verve Clico. So we'll catch up again towards the end of July. And thank you very, very much, Patrick Leslie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for your ongoing support of not only the brand, but what it does for female businesswomen. So thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye.